Our next question is just general advice you have for the members of the clubs. So I guess tips on how to stay active in the dance community. And I think we already touched on it a little bit, but some tips about how you guys have been managing work and dance. Well, for me, I feel like sometimes when you are like so exhausted, exhausted, and then you would be like, oh, maybe I won't go to this casual class. But then the thing is, I always remind myself that I always like there's not one time after a class that I don't feel better. So I just keep reminding myself about it. So like if I'm mentally exhausted, I would always always like feel really good afterwards. So I'll be like, Crystal, just do it. You know you will thank yourself later. So like that's the way I deal with it. Yeah, I think the best way you can think of that dance classes, especially at uni, is well needed study break. You know, you're getting yourself moving, you're changing your brain activity you make you know you're doing something completely different so you know study break helps you refresh for your next class or next bout of studying I guess yeah I would say the same thing as well like I can relate to what Crystal said and like for me personally if I don't make the commitment to go to like just make the commitment to go to that one thing in the week and then stick with it no matter how you feel because I'm the type of person to be like go with how you feel depending on the mood but then when that happens I usually just like (sighs) and then I just sit on my ass all day the whole week and not do shit but when I do commit to at least that one thing like the Friday jams or something and I do see it through I I always feel good like there's rarely times where I don't feel good so don't trust your mind I feel like it's such an introvert thing just how we feel it's like am i feeling social today or have i had too many work calls or no (laughs) yeah yeah. no i don't feel very social today yeah but but (laughs) when you do commit to that yeah when you do commit to that thing it's a lot easier to feel like even energized from a social interaction Mm. just i guess play around with what your limits are yeah like just, just give it a go in the end, you still get to have some fun. You may get the opportunity to like have a conversation after. You know, you're still having that exchange with people, even though it's not the same as being in person. Just give it a shot. You know, it's always just having a bit of fun. You know, staying at because of quarantine anyway. Just staying at home. You know, not being around everyone. You know, you just kind of just get. Yep, I'm gonna just lay here on my laptop and watch Netflix. You're not really doing anything for yourself. You're just staying in a dark place, constantly staring at a screen like because of lockdown we're always looking at a screen doing something studying working barely getting out of the house so just another form of exercise as well so just just push yourself to do it basically get your blood pumping get some fresh air even if it's just going outside and just hitting the wall like whatever just like have some fun i feel like for me you i think people have to or you got to understand that your circle isn't the only circle that's around and there's so many other circles and scenes that are happening in the scene and like really luckily those underground scenes that we're talking about also are involved with a lot of the studios that are in the city so like i think from what i know the more community-based kind of styles that are present you can find them at like passion studios or at o2 you know like and you just got to ask the teacher there like like i think some people gotta also kind of disassociate the teacher roles a bit because when people kind of see the word the word teacher or someone is a teacher there's so much about they put them too much on the pedestal or too high on the pedestal that it they almost seem unapproachable but like i think if you really want to get out like it has to come from you 
in like and you actually making that first contact because like you gotta also people gotta understand the scene smaller than you th-、okay. you know like someone will know someone that someone will know someone and they're gonna refer you to someone and then that person's gonna invite you to like a session or a jam or like a, a crew meeting or whatever and like I think like、uh, yeah it's it's For me, I feel like this scene that we have here in Melbourne is pretty accessible. So yeah, and I think people should be using that a lot more. Yeah, yeah the, the the community is very accessible.、Um, like, don't be scared to. I would even say just DM a dance that you like,、um, or just ask like, do you guys do any like sort of like jams or like. Are you sort of teaching any classes or like like virtually or just what are you doing to keep dancing? Um, just simple questions like that or just comment on someone's dance video because I know from my experience anyway. Earlier when I was doing the thirty for thirty, a few other people started doing it as well, and I had only ever seen them in person. But we ended up like talking more about like each other's dance styles, and we're kind of collaborating on something at the moment that will be coming out soon through the sitcom. But You know, just getting each other engaged, and you know, just give it a shot. Or like, I'm going to an online jam with some people. You're more than welcome to join because I know for those who may be in like the jam on toast chat or the busking busking chat on Facebook, um, just ask us to be added in because I know. Shout out to like Boom, he's always offering Sunday jams if people are interested in joining. And yeah, so like really cool initiatives for like online um ciphers and stuff there as well. You've got to kind of push yourself out there just to ask for the events on Facebook for like online discussions about dance that a few have happened recently as well. Also, I think for the most part, I don't know any like dickheads in the scene or like just straight up assholes in the scene. Like I think like if you reach out to them, they're gonna actually like reply to you. They're gonna like try welcome you and try accommodate to you. That's from my experience. Like I've yet to meet someone that's just like nah, screw you, go away. Mm. I feel like、uh, yeah, I feel like it's also kind of like a thing. Like those that are a bit more experienced just seem more scarier, and I think people just got to realize they're people too, man. Yeah. Like, yeah.、Mm. Yeah. Like, like we talked about it with Noel last episode, saying just engaging the community is not actually that not that difficult, especially like he was saying, it seems pretty small, and I think most of the. Aren't like big names in the scene right now. I'm more than happy to you know, talk to you and introduce you to people.、Mm. Like I will say that I don't think anyone who does dance is gonna be opposed to anyone asking about what they do. And if if they are, they're probably not in it for the right reasons. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I don't I don't think I know anyone who would be opposed to like sharing information about what they love doing. So yeah, DM someone. The second part of the question was, "What is your advice for balancing dance、oh, and work?"、Yeah. Uh, I was just saying, make time for work and dance. Like, be strict with yourself. I know for me, if I don't set something up or make a plan to do something, I'm not gonna do it in the moment. Especially if I feel super tired from work. So yeah, definitely. Again, commit to something. Yeah, for me too. Like maybe just because I'm a very socially charged person, so every time like after a dance class, I would always feel a lot more motivated to do my work. So for example, last year I was so cramped with like a lot of flare and uni work. So I actually really had to carefully. Plan my timetable, and actually, I got a lot more work done that way. So, like, it sort of helped to, you know, schedule just a dance class, and then after you be like, okay, I have to finish this by before I sleep, so like I can get it done. So actually, it helped me. What I did when I was a student was I schedule my class, my dance classes between classes, or on my days off. I mean, that's your answer right there, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's your answer right there. I guess, yeah. 
What about if you're in your current perspective, like for full-time dancers, like people who who have full-time jobs and still wanna dance? Yeah, I guess because uh, as I said earlier, I like being in classes. So at the moment, I don't really dance except for just dance. So <laughs> like I suppose on the weekends when when you have the free time to like. I suppose it's how you schedule your priorities. If dance is something you really love and care about, like you're always going to make time for it. I think.、Um, I just want to chime in as well. I guess as someone who has really not been dancing a lot, and I think my advice would be kind of like also if you feel like your interest in dance has gone down a bit, or you feel like you've plateaued in your improvement and stuff. I think it's okay to like take a break and focus on other things as well,、mm-hmm. especially in these times when it's a bit hard. Harder to,、um, you know, like go to classes or dance with people. I think it's a good time to pause if you need and kind of look at where you are now and think about whether you really have the inner motivation to push yourself. And if so, like that's really good. But if you don't, I think that's also okay. And to like, yeah, take a break because sometimes you need that step back to look at dance from afar and see what kind of direction you want to go in next. Yeah, and this is something that that I was talking about with the founders when I interviewed them for MMJ interview,、uh, the documentary. And I think it's some really good advice because、uh, it doesn't always have to be like full on practice, 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 training, and everything. And also, cause I know a lot of people who go to uni dance clubs. It's kind of like there will be a lot of beginners, people who are just doing it for like a hobby or like a side activity.、Mm. And not everyone is like really passionate about dance. And I think that's what I found out about myself too. I think before lockdown, it was really easy to go to classes and stuff. But then as soon as we went into lockdown, I realized I maybe not as passionate about it as I was before. Mm. And then I think letting yourself be okay with that is also something that、uh, to keep in mind. Like definitely, it is very important to be accepting of whatever your passion may be about it. Like it's not a matter of good or bad. It's just what it is, and that's your relationship with it. It、mm. doesn't make you any less like. How do I say this? It doesn't make you any less deserving of an opportunity to dance, no matter what your relationship with it is. And yeah, I know it's a bit hard, especially on social media nowadays, when you see people dance every day, train every day. But I think it's it's hard for a lot of other people who don't have that same relationship with it. But it's definitely okay not to. It doesn't necessarily make you less passionate or less deserving of the opportunity to do it. Yeah, everyone has their own relationship to, or reason for why they dance. You know,、mm-hmm. whether it's like fun socially, or you know, oh, this seems like a cool thing. Let me give it a shot. Like、yeah. regardless, like even if you're truly wanting to get into like, okay, this I'm really enjoying.、It. I really want to get in a crew, or I just love being with my friends, and this is something that we can do together. That's absolutely fine. I kind of took a break as well for a period of time, and in that time, I wanted to find new music. So in doing that, it gave me more、uh, encouragement or will to like try and dance to these different tracks. So maybe just finding new music or just sort of like expanding your current knowledge of what you would commonly dance to and try new things. And you know, just in the end, as long as you're having fun,、um, dancing or not dancing, as long as you're okay with how you want to 
progress with it or whatever i think that's all that matters as well definitely just be honest with yourself because like what good is being passionate if you're not really passionate about it mm. going off that yeah i think the honesty part is actually really key because kind of really understanding why you want to dance because if you're i feel like in like in some sort of way people are competing somehow when they train for dance and especially now with there's not a lot happening it's almost like well what are you trying to compete for you know i feel like once you take away that element of competition then everything becomes more free and you become less restricted and your i guess i hate saying this word expression becomes more genuine like i hear the word expression all the time i, I hate hearing that like it's so overused but yeah yeah i think just really being honest like if you just want to take the class for fun it's like i'm going i'm doing this just for fun like i'm not here to improve this blah 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 and i'm not going to be myself at the end of the class for it if i don't get it it's more like i just want to do it you know um i think really intention is what people should actually start being more conscious of as well but i guess for me in my personal case um i'm quite fortunate to be able to use dance as some sort of like employment the so dance has kind of not necessarily been something that i kind of like see myself pressuring to do but it's something that i actually enjoy doing and something i actually kind of do look forward to doing um so and for me like especially in this quiet time where we can just literally take our time and focus on ourselves and focus internally and really just kind of just cleanse everything from the past like any assumptions or any kind of expectations you had of yourself taking this time to go slow now it's really rewarding like i think it's really true when people say slow and steady wins the race so yeah that's kind of it for me like take your time as well figure out your intention that also being said it's not a race <laughs> it is not a race yeah. let's say a race within yourself you know what i mean you're yeah. only competing against yourself yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. then everyone is moving at their own pace already it's like yeah. there's a saying in life which is that other people's success doesn't make you less yeah. that makes sense and you don't need someone else's failure to be your success as well yeah flip side so yeah it's kind of like well yeah just take away everything and focus just on you you know like this time has really amplified that and it's it's not easy to deal with it's a very like again it's important to be honest with yourself at the end of the day dancing i would assume that dancing is something that we love and we all have in common and if we are trying to make dancing a burden and a pressure for us um we might lose that love for dancing so Oh, sure. Sure. Kind of like the gun thing. Like guns aren't bad, but the people that use the gun are bad. It's like dance isn't bad, but it's just how you treat it and how you use it and how you approach it is what's going to either turn you or pull you in further. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I think a big part of that is why I'm, I've been turning away from ballroom and Latin because really after. At MDS, we have a medal system, and basically, after that medal system, you're expected to go into competition. And I was just not enthused at all by the competition scene. I just wanted to dance for fun, and and I know that there are teachers out there、um, who refuse to take people unless they intend to be professional ballroom dancers at some point. Yeah. Kind of ironic because aren't these dancers like inherently social? Oh, ballroom dancers. 
Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, it's not? Ballroom dancers can be, like, it, it depends on the people. Like, some people are really lovely, but, like, some people can be really catty um, right. to, to get to the top. It's yeah. like um, other partner styles are a lot more social, like mm. um, street Latin, so like zook, bachata, salsa, and swing stuff. Those are a lot more social, but I think ballroom yeah. kind of has always been a very formal. Not really, structure. no. Like it, like ballroom came out of social social yeah. dancing, yeah. but I think in recent years it's become very formalized like people don't go to balls or barn dances anymore so mm. like one, once that finished it became formalized and so it's it's a lot more yeah set on being mm. you know win the gold medal i think Which that's is, one of the bad things about oh i mean there are many good things about what dance has turned into but mm. in our generation like i think archie Burnett said this as well like we are so focused on the competition yeah. and whether we mm. like to admit it or not like that's how we live yeah i think there's a similar perspective about people that view free freestyle mm-hmm. you know like i feel like people are just so scared to freestyle mm-hmm. because i feel like i don't know why like for me because like when i speak of freestyle freestyle is literally freedom and expression mm-hmm. of what yeah. you're feeling in the moment and what the music has made you react in a certain way so like even just a simple groove adds freestyling in a way but i don't know why people are so i guess afraid of freestyle but i think it's because of that reason of competition sure for sure like as they they think like freestyle you can only battle with it or the only outlet for it is a battle i think it really from someone who is intimidated by freestyling like i'll dance like when i'm drunk or stuff like i'll pull out all the moves but like when when i've been at events with you guys i just i i feel like i do put you guys on a pedestal because you you're like you guys all look so cool and i feel like i look really daggy um (laughs) like it's it's an intimidation type thing i feel like i feel like i'm not skilled enough to do it, which I, I know defeats the whole point of freestyling, but yeah. it's just the mentality that I feel like gets put in a lot of people's heads. I know a lot of people have said to me, oh, I don't dance, like, I I can't go to a dance class, I can't dance, like, I don't dance, and it's just that idea that people don't want to be laughed at if they um, if they don't yeah. do it right. Yeah. I mean, well, that's so crazy though, because like, how do you expect to do anything exactly. right the first time? Exactly. <laughs> Talking yeah. to myself. It, exactly. You yeah. go to a dance class to learn how to dance. You you freestyle to learn what's right for you. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's a big part of like why we've moved classes towards a more social structure as well. Mm. We're trying to encourage people like we wanted to introduce social dance sport this semester because we wanted to have an opportunity to have students who could learn social dances together and create more of a social atmosphere to dance sport. And it's really unfortunate that we didn't end up being able to do that. But I think, yeah, just generally, it's really good to encourage that social aspect of the club. And it's being able to dance together and being a little bit more comfortable with the general like community of whether that be within your club or whether that be like the general Melbourne dance community. It's really important because it helps people grow a lot. I guess we're going to wrap up now. Do you guys have any final thoughts and notes you want to leave for the members? Support your dance clubs. Yes. Oh, yeah, true. Damn. Yeah. Like, I don't think people <laughs> understand how important dance clubs are to 
the Melbourne community in general, like so many dances, whether freestyle or choreography, have come out of what's it called university dance clubs. That was for some that was their first point of contact with dance, and from there it just took off. And now some of these people have careers. Some people base their whole life and study around this thing, and like it's it would be such a shame to see it disappear, even for a year. So definitely just support, share, comment, like, see what you can do to offer your resources to these clubs. I suppose my departing comment for members is um, don't judge. I know, especially with MDS, with a, such a wide variety of dance styles, I've heard people saying, oh, ballroom, that's dumb, or oh, hip hop, that's dumb. Or not exactly those words, but like this sort of prejudice against dance styles. And, you know, even if something's not your jam, like, it's all dance, we're all connected by that. Yeah, I think I'd like to go up and say, yeah, support the clubs. Like, um, on top of the, we're producing like amazing talent. Like, you just don't know it, like, really. You really don't know who's gonna be like, yeah, running things next. Yeah, exactly. Um, you support, like, support the people that are actually going behind it because there's a lot of unseen hours that we put into this club, into this particular union of clubs as well, um, just so you could have a good time as well. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I wish kind of people would approach this as a give and take, you know, not just take, 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 you know, like actually give back. And especially with COVID happening and the lack of activity, of being unable to communicate with our on-campus students and all that stuff. Like the certainty for a lot of these clubs is really, you know, it's in limbo right now. Like we could disappear the next year. We may not even be here. We may not even be able to offer dance next year to anybody on campus. We may not have the same connections, same networks, same opportunities to provide as well. So really, even if it's just a little bit, see what you can do. Especially if you've been able to benefit from these clubs so much, like um, I'm just asking you like, hey, like, you know, life's about giving as well. It's not about, it's not about you really. The sun doesn't revolve around you, you know, so like look out for everyone, especially in these times, COVID-19, just be very people focused as well, yeah. Like my final reach would be like, yeah, once again, support the club because it's a tough time for all the clubs and, you know, if things hopefully do get better, we still want to be here and keep providing so much, but so much effort goes into it. And if you see something that you like to be a part, would like to be a part of, but feel too scared to be, don't be, you know, we're in this together. You know, we want to support one another. We're here for each other. Like, I'm sure if you join any of the clubs, you'll become family, you know. You'll join fam initially as well. And don't compare yourself to others. Like, don't be scared to just try it. Or even if you just start talking with them, you know, like, oh, I'm kind of interested in doing this or doing that. Like, just, just sometimes just talking will give you that much motivation just to, you know, get out there. Like, you don't have to film yourself or, like, doing the class or anything. Because I know it can be intimidating to take Zoom classes and you know, have your camera on. But as long as you feel satisfied within yourself, that you've at least said that, okay, I've given this a shot, go from there and proceed further. But yeah, just self-love, self-care and support the club. We're always here for you. And yeah, we just want to be family and, you know, 
being together through this tough time. We've got each other's back. For me, my parting message would be uh, like on a lighter note, just just do it. I've talked to so many beginners and new members before, and then they are always so scared and intimidated to reach out, rather for more senior members or to the committee. But then, if you don't reach out, you'll never know what's gonna happen. So like, just do it. The committee, the flair. The dance clubs, the dance scene in Melbourne. Everyone is like here for you, and everyone is so passionate about it. That's why we are all here. So like, just reach out, talk to us, talk to anyone that you're interested, and everything is just gonna unfold as you wish. Thank you all for coming today. Thank you for having us. <laughs> Thank you. It's been definitely very insightful and really nice to hear like um, I guess about your experiences with the clubs and everything and. Having you guys come back and showing just how much of a community that Fam has created—it's really nice to hear. And thank you all for our listeners who are listening to Famcast now. Yeah. <laughs> thank well, you for having us. Yeah. yeah thank you for having nice us. Nice seeing everyone thank again. You. Yeah. It's been so great. It's been it's been a long while. Mm-hmm. It's been a very long while. Mm. Yeah. I'll mix. Episode Zach will be hosting. It's finally his turn. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, f- I forgot. I was like, oh, who's gonna be it? How are do we you guys roll the dice? <laughs> oh yeah, we we roll we roll dice. Oh. Yeah, we make it random. Cute. It's, it's a one-sided dice with my name on it this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that is that is all. Thank you all for coming. Can everyone yeah, I thought that was weird. in like a chorus? Oh, can we? Oh my god. Okay, ready? <laughs> Harmonize it. Okay, ready? Oh, no. Three, two, one. Bye! Bye. <laughs> <laughs>